It's the myth, the legend, the true gamer, Mr. It is the truest of all the legends. I hope that all of you had a good summer. We're just gonna take a deep breath and have a good first day. We are practicing virtually and we will remain virtual through our competition, which is in mid-November. It was pretty cool to see the ocean from 900 plus feet in the air. I graduated from a program based on work exploration for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Baseball's back. What is up, everybody? It is available on the Apple App Store. Accessibility Shortcut and VoiceOver, I've gotten pretty good at using it. And Accessibility Shortcut is set up on both of my iPads. How are you editing this podcast right now? It's interesting learning at home. I think it stinks, too, because I don't get to see my friends a lot stuff like that, but I think it's kind of fun too because together we're all going to have a great school year together. I can't wait. Hello and welcome back to the OSSB podcast September 2020 edition. I want to say how glad I am to be back talking with you and staying connected. I hope everyone has had a great summer. Our teachers came back to school August 17th virtually and worked very hard making plans for our students' return on September the 8th. As you know, we began school this year virtually. Our planned date to come back in person is October the 26th. I must say that virtual learning has gone much better this fall than it did during the spring. Many variables play into that. This fall, we had time to plan, organize, send out materials and technology and information to our parents and expectations for students and staff. Granted, virtual learning, in my opinion, doesn't hold a candle, not even close, to working together in person, but I have to commend everyone for their hard work, creativity, and organization, which has led to a successful beginning of this school year. In today's episode, We're going to hear what some of our students think about virtual learning and kind of get their perspectives on that as well. We'll meet some of the members of the podcast team, and we'll hear from Superintendent Dr. Lou Manus, who has some exciting news to share with us. One of the things that Dr. Manus is going to talk about is the school bells being repaired. And of course, she's talking about the bell tower, the carillon which brings up wonderful memories for just about all of us when we hear that carillon chiming in the morning and in the afternoon. So can't wait to get back on campus to hear that. I want to remind you that there are a number of ways that you can stay connected with OSSB, of course, through the podcast. We also have a couple of Facebook pages, the alumni group and the Blind School Facebook group. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to our parent mentor, Lori Kaplan. She puts together the Panther Paws newsletter, and she does a stellar job with the newsletter. You can find it on our newly designed website at ossb.oh.gov. I'm going to close this segment, as always, with an invitation to you, our listeners. If you have anything that you would like to contribute or share with the podcast, a favorite story, a memory, whatever that might be, please email it to me or send me a recording via email. And my email address 
is dkelly at osdb.oh.gov. And I will also say that the podcast team reserves the right to edit any submissions for clarity and timeliness. As always, thank you for listening, and let's get this month's podcast going. On opening day, our students came back to school and had welcome back meetings in Zoom all together and then broke out into individual grades and met with their teachers. And it sounded something like this. I hope that all of you had a good summer. Are ready to, are good, good. And that you're ready to start back. I just want to talk about a couple things this morning and then I'm going to let Dr. Manus say a couple, a few words, and then we'll turn it over to your teachers. That's oh, makes me laugh. Good, morning, good, good morning. Good morning. I hope you can hear me. Uh, I am thankful to Mrs. Wagner uh, for giving me just a couple of minutes uh, to speak to everyone, staff, teachers, and students. The word for the year this year is an action that we can take to stay calm, and patient and not to get so stressed. And the word is breathe. Take a deep breath. When you start feeling stressed, just you will get through it. You will be back on campus. Not, and it's not very long. It's gonna be just a blink of an eye. You're gonna be back on campus. So thanks to all staff, students, we're just gonna take a deep breath and have a good first day. Now it's time to meet the new podcast team and maybe not so new podcast team. All right, so from everybody's house, we're all come together and this morning in the studio with me virtually, returning from last year and the year before partially M. good morning emily hello everybody i'm back from my second and a half year of podcast and we love it I'm glad you're back and joining us this back. year is mikea good morning mikea oh. good morning it's nice right. to what are we listening to uh, this is a song that I created a few weeks ago called Daily Moods. I made this in that. That sounds very nice. Beautiful. Also in the studio with us this morning is Miss Bining. Good morning. Miss Bining will be student teaching with me. She's got to take herself off mute. Oh no. Spining, she's in there somewhere. Well, she exists, so she will join Hello us. To her. She will join us momentarily. This is a lovely piece, Mikey. I appreciate you sharing this with us and with the podcasting uh, podcast audience this morning. But I'm going to turn it off. Okay, so guys, what exciting things have happened to you, or for you, or about you this summer? Let's start there. I was still able to have my annual vacation. We went to North Myrtle Beach, and I rode in a helicopter for the first time. Really? Wow. Yeah. What was that like? 
was pretty cool. It was a five-minute flight. We rode over the boardwalk and went over the ocean for a little while. It was pretty cool to see the ocean from 900-plus feet in the air. It was pretty awesome. Was it noisy in the inside of the helicopter? It wasn't horrible. We had headsets to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. But from what I heard, I videotaped some of it on my phone. It wasn't really that loud. Cool. That's great, man. Going on vacation, taking a helicopter ride. Fun stuff. Um, it was really fun. I highly recommend it. <laughs> well, anytime you can go to the ocean, that's a plus. <laughs> I love the ocean. How about you, Mikea? I did three things this summer. I participated in OSSB's exploration, work exploration camp. And I graduated from a program based on work exploration for Big Brothers Big Sisters. And last week I went to Amish country. That sounds fun. What'd you do for the work exploration? We would listen to different speakers. We had to make a presentation during the camp. And at the end, we'd have to present it to our BSBI counselors. Right. So, oh, wow. yeah. so what did you find most interesting? Basically, some of their child care, the people that work in child care, things like that. And there was one person that apparently I had for project mentor in middle school that works at a charity. That's cool. So interesting. Child care. Little kids. Yeah. Like babies. Yeah. Right. Sounds like a messy job. <laughs> But they're cute. So, <laughs> yep. Child care and charities sound like a great experience. I agree with that. I do. What about you, Mr. Kelly? What have you done this summer? Oh, this summer's been great. Baseball's back. And I love oh, that. Yeah? Love that, man. Been watching my tribe play. And their pitching looks great. Their offense is not so great. Went camping a couple of times. Took the kids camping. Had a great time. Got a puppy. So I have a 12-week-old Australian-German Shepherd mix, and her name Aww. is Addie. And she is cute, and she is mouthy. She barks a lot. <laughs> yeah, puppies are great. Um, we were going to adopt an older dog, but um, we were over in Urbana, and the lady was like, hey, you want to see some of these German Shepherd puppies before you leave? And when you have kids and you have puppies – you can't not, always yes. Yeah, you can't go look at puppies and not take one home. So that's what we did. Got us a puppy. Worked a lot. Worked a lot this summer. Traveling around the state of Ohio, doing my consulting thing, having a good time. So got to meet some interesting people. So it was a great summer. Sounds like it. And without further ado, here is Miss Bining. And yes, I'm so excited to be here as a guest today was what I said the first time. It's just that you all couldn't hear me. <laughs> Virtually, I'm excited to be here. And, and it was great hearing about all your summers. Sounds like you guys have been busy. Well, <laughs> now that you're live, now that you're joining us on audio, how was your summer? My summer was awesome. You know what? I did some traveling too. Maybe not as much as you. Well, Mr. Kelly, you, it sounds like you did quite a bit. But I went to Georgia, went to South Carolina, oh. North Carolina. It was a lot of fun. I, I went to a lot of just random places. We just went on a, a road trip. And so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, road trips are fun. If you guys haven't gone out to walk, it is good walking weather. It has been. I don't know. I don't know by the parks. And I, I got to also go um, 
last week, I think it was, I went to the Franklin Conservatory, which I'd never been because, you know, I'm just moving here to Columbus, right? I came last year when I met you guys. I was coming from Dayton and now I'm here in Columbus. So have you ever been to the Franklin Park Conservatory? A long time ago. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Ago. I enjoyed years that. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much changed since then, but yeah, it was a good experience then. And yeah, uh, I'm sure it's even better now. Glad to have you back. We also have um, Matt and Jeremiah as well. Just I'm getting them in a different time slot this year. So they'll be part of the team. And we look forward to sharing some exciting things with everyone this year. I have a joke. I have a really dumb joke that a friend told me. Oh, great. <laughs> All right, Matt. I mean, Emily, let's hear it. <laughs> it's in honor of Matt. Can we reinstall 2020? I think it has a virus. <laughs> Cut your um, <laughs> I think it does, too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hope we're all staying safe out there. That is important. All right. So we are going to continue on to the next segment. And welcome, everyone. Welcome back to school. Uh, welcome back to the OSSP podcast. And thanks to this team, we are going to have a lot of fun this year. Go Panthers. We're going to meet some of our younger students from Miss Hamlin's class. And joining me right now is Isabella. Hello, Isabella. Hello. Hi. Where are you from? I'm from Westerville. All right. What grade are you in? Well, I'm in first grade. First grade. Do you like first grade? I do. Great. What's your favorite thing about first grade? I like to play with toys. <laughs> That's fun. Playing with toys is a fun thing. I uh, know. What? How are you doing your schoolwork in first grade? I'm doing great for my schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Are you using an iPad? <laughs> I am. Yeah. But can you use the iPad? How about you need to talk to Siri about a lot of things? Yeah, we did. We learned about Siri today. It was very nice meeting you. And uh, we'll close. Can you say, go Panthers for me? Go Panthers. Now we're going to be joined by one of Miss Hamlin's students. And what is your name? I'm Caden. Well, good morning, Caden. And what grade are you in? I am kindergarten. Kindergarten. Do you like kindergarten? Yeah. Yeah? Kindergarten's I'm, pretty I'm fun. Fl- I'm from Zanesville. I'm from Zanesville. Caden from Zanesville. What's your favorite thing about kindergarten? Oh, um, I'm playing with... Um, doing the class. That sounds fun. Are you excited about coming back to school in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You probably hadn't been at the school before, have you? Nope. Um, nope. But I go in Miss Kim's class. I in Miss Kim's class. Oh yeah, Miss Kim's class, yeah. preschool. Oh. Yep, and now I'm in kindergarten. I'm done with her. I ha- I had to work with her, and then and then I'm going to kindergarten. How are you doing your schoolwork from home? Are you using an iPad? Uh, I'm using an iPad. Like I know my iPad right now. Yeah, yeah. We t- today we learned a little bit about using Siri, didn't we? 
and I have and my I miss him when come to my house and give me that black band. Yeah. yeah. She sounds like a cool teacher. To do that. All right. Well, do you know what our school mascot is? I bet your mom told you. Cause she went to school there. Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. All right. So, can you say "Go Panthers"? Go Panthers. Oh, a little more enthusiasm than that. Yo, yelling. Go Panthers. All right. Up next, we'll hear from Dr. Manus, superintendent of the School for the Blind and the School for the Deaf. She's going to share with us what's been going on up at OSSB and, more importantly, future plans for our school. Thank you, Dr. Manus, for sharing and spending some time with our listeners. Thank you, Mr. Kelly, for inviting me to speak to our community of stakeholders. I'm pleased to provide an update. Even though we've experienced some additional challenges over the past six months with COVID-19 and our attention has been slightly redirected, where we've had to focus on COVID, safety, policies, and procedures, we have been able to move forward in a number of areas. If you remember two years ago, we began by starting small, thinking big, and learning fast. We know that the most successful schools for the blind have strong outreach programs, innovative and bold curriculum, and a focus on early learning and post-high school programs. Well, we have some great news coming related to our outreach supports. Right now, it's just a bit too soon to go into detail, but please know, as we continue to grow outreach services, good things are coming and we continue to strengthen our partnerships with folks such as the Office of Exceptional Children. And special thanks to Johanna Ward for all the efforts that she has been involved in. Our bold and innovative curriculum focus continues to grow as we learn to use one-to-one technology, MacBooks and iPads for all, learning management systems and other software, and online resources, which have been so valuable, especially during our remote learning all through COVID. Our preschool continues to grow and has been recently featured in the OEA publications twice. Our EDGE program has engaged in a strong partnership with OOD. A number of employers are interested in our graduates such as Red Roof Inn and Advanced Auto at all levels in these organizations. We continue to work on modernizing our facilities and our procedures, such as a newly repaired, um, the school bells. If you um, remember and listen, you can hear the school bells. I've heard many positive comments about those being repaired. We also have plans for replacing the entrance signs and a continued plan for getting that greenhouse. We will not rest until we have that greenhouse built. Again, all policies have been updated. We have a brand new innovative website and an intranet for easy access for all employees. Resident Life continues to offer after-school remote learning, fun, and activities. 
And I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge Principal Wagner and her efforts leading the school, as well as all the staff support. Special acknowledgement to our entire senior leadership team. With COVID and the resources and materials related to COVID funding, um, we will be able to be fully prepared for our students upon their return to campus at the end of October. Remember, we believe strongly in our staff, students, and stakeholders, and a continuous improvement model. We believe in becoming a premier top school for the blind across the nation. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Manus. We sure are looking forward to all those things that are coming down the pike for OSSB. Now, what does sports and athletics look like right now? We're going to join Emily, who's going to interview forensics coach Ashley Trout and talk about forensics season. Take it away, Em and Miss Trout. Thank you, Miss Trout, for being on our podcast. Today on the podcast with me, we have Miss Trout, our forensics coach for 2020. Hello. And this season's a bit different than past seasons. You want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, I would love to. So with COVID, everyone is kind of learning from home. And as a result, our forensic season was moved to a fall starting spot, which kind of throws a lot of people off because we're usually a spring sport. So right now we are practicing virtually and we will remain virtual through our competition, which is in mid-November. Yeah, this is definitely a bit of an odd season for us, but I feel like most sports are going to have the same thing to report. It's definitely odd having, uh, we've moved practice from one day a week normally to four days a week, which I'm grateful for that personally. Good, I'm glad. It's nice to be able to see you guys, even though it's just through a computer screen. I'm hopeful that next year we'll return to our normal start time of, you know, spring and that we'll be able to be in the same room as one another. I have a lot of faith in this team. We're small but mighty. We're, we're very small. What is it? We've got five members right now. Four, but who's counting? Four, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but our team is pretty powerful. We have a couple of people who are coming back from years past, myself included. Been doing this for four years now. Five, five. This is my fifth. We've got some people who were just starting. They didn't have a chance to start last year because we got cut off by COVID. But I'm sure that this is going to be a good season. We've got a good team. We've got capable people doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, we got some great coaches. You came back. You came back after several years. It's good to have you back as a forensics coach. Well, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see you in a new position with a new topic to cover. You've been crushing it. We've got <laughs> Eli who made, he came in a little bit late, but he came in strong. He knows what he wants to talk about. We have Hope covering poetry this year. And of course, Matt, who's going to crush the eight minute. I'm just so proud of you guys. And it's so fun for me as a coach to just hear you guys every day continue to improve, even though we've only been practicing you know, what, we're in week two? Week two, yeah. Right. To ask you guys to come back to a virtual practice after being on a computer all day, that's, I'm just 
truly impressed with you guys. It's hard enough for me and I can't imagine how you guys are feeling. So I just think that we're going to have an incredible year. It might pass quickly uh, with, with everything that we're going through, but I, I know that we're going to go to our competition with fierceness and I, I can't wait to see what you guys do. I'm very curious to see how competition works this year because it's over four days and it's just forensics. We don't have to take time for swimming right now because swimming is still on track to happen in the spring, if I remember correctly. I think so. So we'll definitely have to see how a conference pans out. If they're going to do breakout rooms for each topic, if so, that'll be difficult for the people doubling. Right. Breakout rooms has a, a whole new meaning this year because competition, just like practice, will also be virtual and there will be multiple teams there. And with all the categories that we have, I'm sure that the multi-day is to just accommodate everyone so that everyone gets a chance to showcase their category, their skills. I think it's going to be interesting, but I'm excited. I'm excited to power on and go forward. It's impressive that they are still having sports, especially something like forensics, which is a very Zoom-friendly sport. It's very easy to take it and put it in a virtual format. So I'm very happy that the NCASB has decided to still have a forensic season, albeit in the fall this year. Me too. Yeah, do you have any other thoughts, feelings that you want to express about the season? I would like to see if other people are interested in joining it's definitely a skill that is needed you know you need to be comfortable speaking to an audience but i think that we can really hone in on some of the existing skills that people have improve on them and create a, a full team if given the choice but if what we have is what we're working with then i'm still really confident i've got a good group of kids definitely i feel like team or no team we're still going to do very well because all of our participants know what they're doing they're making strides leaps and bounds of improvement every day and i'm talking from personal experience because i went from in my particular category going from barely able to maintain a topic to now going overtime almost and having to cut down on what i'm talking about well, I hope that the Panthers will come out and support us in November as we challenge the other schools, just to see how amazing our kids are. And you guys, you're fantastic. To see that, to support it, and to really congratulate you guys on the hard work and all the effort you've put into this. Well, we'll definitely be checking in back in in November around conference time to get results, to hear about experiences, talk about how different it was, because hopefully by then we will be back in our usual setting in the classroom and we can have a discussion with the team about conference experiences this year. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ms. Chalk, for letting me talk to you. I appreciate you taking time for this interview. Thank you. All right, and we will check back in with forensics in November. Bye. September's name comes from the Latin word septum, meaning seven. This month had originally been the seventh month of the early Roman calendar. September 7th is Labor Day, 
September 11th is Patriot Day, September 13th is Grandparents Day, and September 21st is International Day of Peace. September's birth flowers are the aster and the morning glory. The aster signifies powerful love, and the china aster expresses variety or afterthought in the language of flowers. The morning glory symbolizes affection. Thank you for those fun September facts there, Miss Bining. That was one of my student teachers working with me this year. And it's time to meet another student teacher who is also working with me, Miss Theros. Hi, everyone. My name is Camille Theros, and I'm going to be working this semester at the Ohio State School for the Blind with Mr. Kelly. I'm currently a senior at The Ohio State University, and I'm part of OSU's Early Childhood Education and Visual Impairment Program. So I'm getting a dual license in this undergrad program. I'll be able to work Gen Ed Elementary, and I'm going to become a TBI. I know this year comes with a lot of challenges facing COVID, but I'm so excited to be working at OSSB with everybody. Last school year, when I was a junior at OSU, I was actually at a placement at OSSB. So I'm a little familiar with the environment and I'm happy to be back, even though we're online now. Last year, I worked with the after-school program and I did things like goal ball, poetry club, and explorers club. It was so much fun. Now I'm looking forward to being part of the school day at OSSB. In order to get my teaching license, part of the program requirement is field experience working with students who have visual impairments, which is why I'm so excited to be working at OSSB with everybody. I'm going to get a lot of great hands-on experience that's going to help me to become an amazing TVI in my future. I'm not a TVI yet, so I appreciate everybody being patient with me as I'm learning right alongside you. Just a different kind of learning. If you have any questions, I'd love for you to talk to me, get to know me, and ask me whatever you need to. Like I said before, I'm super, super excited to be working at OSSB with you guys and alongside Mr. Kelly. Together, we're all going to have a great school year together. I can't wait. Okay, thank you. At the start of the podcast, I mentioned that we would hear some student perspectives about virtual learning. What's it like for them to learn from home and access all their materials and get all their classwork done? Makia will interview our first student guest from the high school department. Right now, I am talking to a high school student, Eli. So I have some questions for you. Alright, fire away. What are some pros and cons of online learning? The pros are definitely that it's a lot more organized than the last time. When we first got into the pandemic, it was a little bit messy. And there, you know, it was pretty jarring, but now it's a little bit more organized. I kind of like how it's set up, like the system that we're going at. The cons is I'm not sure how to fix this. It might just make classes even shorter, but that little gap, like one half the week we do a certain amount of classes, and then the other half we do different classes. And it kind of creates like a four days until we get back to the same class again. So it's kind of like a huge gap. So that kind of throws me off when it comes to memory and all that. But that's probably the first con and the second would probably be a little bit of technical difficulties but we're pretty much working that all out so you know but yeah i don't have too many problems with it and i think it's very organized and we're doing it well all right how are you doing with online learning uh for me 
just like everyone else, you know, some technical difficulties that, you know, just take getting used to. But so far, uh, it's been better than I expected. Okay. What are some challenges of online learning? I want to say time, but not really. But again, probably just getting used to the technology is probably the biggest challenge we're facing. Okay. Is it difficult to access class material? No, not really. It is not difficult. Okay. There are, again, difficulties here and there, but not really difficult if it actually works sometimes. What have teachers and parents done to help make this process easier? This process easier? Well, I've definitely gotten a lot of help from my parents when it comes to getting the stuff set up. And for the staff, mostly what they have done, they've kind of just put this all together. They've kind of organized it all, you know, and I respect their efforts for all their planning and all that. So that's what they kind of do. What do you miss most about meeting in person? Well, I miss, you know, talking to everybody. OSSB is kind of the one school, you know, that I've felt like everyone was really nice and I kind of missed meeting up with everyone and I mostly took it for granted because I didn't know that you know we were all going to be separated so you know that kind of sucks and now I'm kind of really missing that and you know just seeing everyone's face was so good but now we see everyone from the screen so what everyone's would, 2D. What would be one thing you want to tell your teacher to make online learning better? Probably again like I've been saying it's mostly just getting used to it so I'm not really sure what to tell them I think it's a little bit early so far maybe just probably just like try to make sure you know sometimes it doesn't bug out or you know to kind of double check to see if the assignments are posted and all that again I haven't really noticed that many problems in this and they can make the start of school probably 12 o'clock so I have to wake up so early just kidding don't do that I believe that was all the questions all right then well thank you for having me on very much appreciate it. It's nice having you. Hi there, it's Emily, the head editor of the OSSB podcast. With online learning being our current source of education, I bet you're wondering, how are you editing this podcast right now? Well, I'm here to tell you. Lately, I have been using an editing app that I've simply fallen in love with. This app is called Hokusai and is available on the Apple App Store, and I would assume the Android App Store. However, I could be wrong on this. Hokusai is a powerful editing tool that allows you to cut, copy, trim, and delete sections of audio, but be warned if you want to remove something, you need to select and delete it before you can trim it. If you trim it, then you'll just trim everything else except the selected audio, but if you delete it, then it'll be gone. Now with that little tidbit out of the way, let's get started on the things that Hokusai can do. Hokusai is a very powerful editing tool that allows you to edit very precisely and on a very small scale. You can go down pretty much to individual words or waves, select a tiny mistake that you made, and delete it. Very useful for little mistakes that happen, or ums that blur into words. You want to take out some pauses? Sure, it can do that too. Just select the amount of silence you want to take out. You can turn audio that sounds something like this. Hi, uh, so, well, I'm going to, uh, to, uh, I'm gonna tell you about this app and, uh, it's called Hokusai and, um, you, uh, you should check it out.
And you can turn that audio into this. Hi, I'm going to tell you about this app called Hokusai. You should check it out. The app is relatively simple to use. The interface is in wave format, so you can see all of the waves when you edit. You can see all the waves going higher or lower depending on where there is sound and where there is silence. If you want to delete something, copy it or trim it, you just select it by, if you're not using voiceover, tapping and holding the screen. You tap and hold until the blue line comes up. These are your handles. You drag them around the audio that you want to select, and then it's selected. And then you'll see a group of options come up that say cut, copy, paste, delete, and more. In the track options, you have the ability to split left and right channels, make mono, or delete the track, or rename the track. You can record multi-tracks, so you can listen to two of me at the same time. Pretty cool, right? You can also put on some sound effects. Let's check those out now. I can make my audio fade in, and I can make it fade out. There's gain, which I'm pretty sure is a leveling device, and normalize, which does something similar. For Sam server will sonic yeah. and add some silence, and a tone, and white noise. But sadly, we don't have Mr. Kelly's favorite effect, the reverb. That's something he'll just have to do on his own. Sad, I know. There are other effects and tones that you can buy, but they cost money. That's where we get into the cons of this app. Although powerful, this is only the free version. You can do so much more with the paid version, which costs $9.99. Which isn't horrible for an audio app. I once saw one that cost nearly $20 just to do half of anything. I may or may not play around with the full version in the future. I'm not sure. But for now, the free version works just fine. But if you want the full version, just know that it costs $9.99. And that's my review of Hokusai. If I were to give it a rating, I would probably get it a 7 out of 10. It's a very useful app and very powerful. The only downside is a lot of this stuff is paid access only, which is the way it is with most apps, and I understand that you do need to make a profit. But yes, I definitely recommend this app. Thank you for listening to my review, and I will talk to you guys again later. Up next on the podcast, we're going to get the middle school perspective from Hope, on virtual learning. So the pros and cons of learning from home. How are you today, Hope? I'm good today. That's great. It's uh, Friday Eve, so day before the weekend. Glad to have you on the podcast. How is virtual learning going for you? Honestly, I'm going to say it's very frustrating for me. Okay. Well, we'll get into that here in just a minute, but let's talk about how you do it. What technology are you using to learn from home? Well, I use my Braille note and two iPads. So I'm always using three devices. Usually I use one for Zoom and two for actual schoolwork. To access materials in classroom mostly, or, you know, just, just to get whatever materials I can access is basically what I use that for. Okay. So when you're using... Do you use the Braille note to access classroom stuff or email stuff, or how's that work? I use the Braille note mostly 
to access email stuff, and I've used the Braille note paired with my school iPad to access Classroom. Okay, so you're using that as a Braille display with the school iPad. And what's a typical schedule like for an eighth grader? A uh, typical schedule is wake up at like 7 or sometime around 7 or 7.30, um, anytime before 8. That doesn't mean I condone waking up at 4 a.m., kids. Um, so you're waking up any, before 8. Yes. Okay. Eating breakfast, getting yourself ready as if you would go to school. Because you still don't, because you don't want to look like you just rolled out of bed. Good point. Even if others can't see you, you know, you can't. Don't want to look like that. <laughs> so try to look professional. Well, okay, not professional. That's for staff members. That for kids, just try to look like presentable. You're not... School presentable. Can we say that? Yeah, school presentable. Okay, so no pajamas or anything like that. <laughs> you gotta no wear... nightgowns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice shirt. Okay. So, all right. So you're dressed and then you go to class and what's that look like? How's class look? Typically for me, I always am signing on to zoom five minutes before the class starts because okay. why not? <laughs> why not? Okay. So your classes are held on zoom. Yes. So that's where you talk to your teachers is through zoom. Yes. And is zoom pretty user friendly for you? It is user friendly. It's just annoying when the audio cuts out. Right. Yeah. That's the old internet connection acting up. Right. <laughs> okay. So you meet your teachers on Zoom, and then how do you get your materials? Usually I'll go on Classroom. If I can't access a material, one of my teachers, um, I'm having trouble accessing the material, so he just emails it to me. Okay. Some alternative ways to get your material other than Google Classroom. Yes. So is that helpful when they can email you materials like that? Yes. So give us your take on the classroom environment, Google Classroom. Is it pretty user-friendly, and is it pretty similar across platforms between the iPad and the Braille Note? It is, honestly, it can be a little bit frustrating, but yes, it is user-friendly. It's a bit similar between the iPad and the Braille note because you do see it in the same order, stream, classwork, and people as it would usually be, okay. you know? A little continuity, that helps. Yeah. So how long are your classes generally? Well, it varies. Typically, Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. My first classes are usually an hour and 25 minutes, then... Those Zoom sessions can be about half an hour. Okay. You know, so typically it's like you get on, you talk to your teacher, they give you the work, you kind of go through it a little bit, and then you have some time to work on it on your own. Yes. Oh, okay. And then, of course, with PE, you do stay on Zoom pretty much the entire time. It's it's very short. Yeah. How does PE work? Um, We do our physical stuff. You know, our physical exercise, getting getting fit. Okay. <laughs> and so Do you have to ha go to another space to do that? If you're generally working in your room, do you like do PE in your room or do you have to go outside and do gym class or go to the basement? How's that work? 
Um, you can do PE in your room, but it's generally recommended to be in a place where you have the most amount of space that you can get. So as you're doing that, do you have to set your device up so your PE teacher can hear you and see you and give you feedback on if you're doing it right? Our PE teacher does request that we have our cameras on. Mm-hmm. And if she can hear us, then that is the best thing to do. Yeah. If get, we can't get our feedback? cameras on, she doesn't have us worry about it. Okay. So are you getting good feedback? Like, are you doing those sit-ups right or those push-ups right? <laughs> um, sometimes I don't really get feedback on that. But sometimes I feel like it's because my feet my body is sometimes out of camera view. So sometimes it's very hard to stay on screen. All right. Do you have anything you want to add about virtual learning that we didn't cover? I will say that using three devices can be really, really annoying and hard, but I make it work (laughs) for sure because accessibility shortcut and voiceover, I've gotten pretty good at using it and accessibility shortcut is set up on both of my iPads. Yeah, turn that on and off. Well, thank you so much, Hope. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you. You too. Let's continue with our virtual online series and what it's like learning from home. Emily's going to interview James. All right. So today I have with me James. Hello, James. Hello. And I have a few questions to ask you about a topic that I'm sure is a very prominent one. So I'm gonna ask you today about online learning. Now, what are some pros and cons of online learning? So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the pros. The pros are you ain't gotta worry about catching someone's sickness if they are sick. Also, the teachers can share their screen and you can make things a little bit bigger. Another thing that I really, really like about the online learning is that you get to learn new ways to maneuver around technology. Now, the cons is you don't get to hardly be around your friends. You don't get to give them high fives. You don't get to hang out with a whole bunch of people at lunch like you would if you were at a normal school setting. And that's pretty much about it that I can think of. Okay. So how are you doing online learning? So actually, I'm using Zoom, and we use Google Classroom. I use, I think it's either Word or Google Docs, something like that. And we had to email certain teachers to let them know, hey, we're here. So I mean, that's how it's going for me, and that's how I do. Alrighty. So what are some challenges of online learning? things that I've noticed with online learning is it's quite difficult for me to remember certain Zoom links and sometimes I end up in the wrong class uh, or sometimes I end up in a class that I don't have until either the next day or a few days ahead of time and one thing that I definitely have done a lot is showing up to class a little too early to where the teacher has to actually go in and then put in their participant ID and then accept me in. I've done that a few times myself. That's my challenges right there. Is it difficult to access class material? 
Well, I can definitely say with our class, our class is a little bit difficult because we're using a thing called Flipgrid, and I am having some problems with it. So I would say yes for certain classes. If they use different applications that we never heard of nor used, it would be difficult. So yes and no. Yeah, I understand that because it's the first time I've had to use Docs. Docs is new. What have teachers and parents done to help make this process easier for you? The teachers I have this year, they are very understanding. They take time to help me get into the appropriate application, appropriate classrooms. And they have taken time out of their day to walk us through, hey, this is what you should try to do. Maybe this might help. Maybe that will be better for you. It's somewhat made my online learning a little bit easier and a little less stressful for me. Yeah, that seems fair. I can definitely say as a student that the teachers are doing their absolute best to be as flexible as possible with us. Right. So, what do you miss most about being in person? One thing I miss the most is hanging out with my friends and just chilling, you know. And also get to go to the dorms and do um, after-school off-campus activities and also just seeing all my friends in person in general and getting to go into the actual classroom and be like, hey, here I am. You know, I could definitely say OSSB dorms and OSSB school is my vacation away from home and away from all the crazy country life. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going <laughs> to miss this place, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And I, especially with me being a senior this year, I'll definitely miss a lot of memories and a lot of people. Here's an interesting question. If you could tell the teachers one thing that would make online learning easier or better, what would it be? To try your best to make sure that your volume is all the way up if you're going to be playing a video because there's a few times where I had to accidentally interrupt the class to say, hey, please turn up the volume on your videos. Oh, see, I've had the opposite problem where the volume is too loud and then you have loud <laughs> trumpets in your ears and it's like, wait... Yeah, yeah, band class has been interesting online. All right. Online classes 2020, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for your time. Thank you for letting me talk to you about online learning. I definitely feel that a lot of people will agree with your points. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, stay safe, Panthers, and hopefully we get to see each other again soon. Isn't that the truth? Definitely hope thank we Thank you for can... having me. Thank you for your time. And thank you for interviewing me. It has been very interesting listening to everyone's responses about learning from home and how they're doing it. All of our students have an iPad of some sort, either 7th generation or an iPad Pro. Some of our students also are using Braille displays and Braille note takers to supplement their iPads. So we're trying to do that as much as possible. Our last article in the podcast is going to be from the elementary department. We're going to talk to some students in grades three, four, and five and talk about how they're doing online learning from home. Joining me on the podcast in the virtual studio, we have from Miss Butler's class, Javen and Micaiah. And from Miss McCumber's class, we have Brian. And also from Miss McCumber's class, we have Lyric. So, good morning, guys. 
So let's go ahead and get started. We're going to talk about pros and cons about learning from home. So let's start with Miss Butler's class. Javen, you want to start us off? Oh, yeah. So what do you think about learning from home? It's interesting. I mean, I'd rather be at the school, but it's interesting learning at home. It's different, but yeah. I mean, COVID, all that stuff. Right. I but, just really want to get back to the school because it kind of stinks a little bit. I don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that will agree with you on that one, Javen. That is for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Micaiah, good morning. Good morning. So um, what I have to say about virtual school is I think it stinks too because I don't get to see my friends a lot and stuff like that. But I think it's kind of fun too because we do get our book time when we get to listen to books. All right. Well, that's good. Not always at school can you just get up and go get a snack when you want, right? Well, we can't now either. Ah, okay. Thank you. And let's move to Miss McCumber's class. Uh, Brian, how you doing? Good. So, Brian, what do you think about learning from home? It's harder than normal. It is harder than normal. I'd agree with you there. Has there been anything that's been easy? No. <laughs> well, I think you've been dealing with the challenges of it pretty well. So thank you, Brian. <laughs> Lyric, how about you? What do you think about virtual learning? Um, I don't really like the virtual learning because, I mean, I feel like it's, I agree with Brian. I think it's actually easier to learn in person than doing it online because there's so many, like, difficult things you have to do. Like, besides for somebody telling you to do something and they're right in front of you and they'll be able to help you instead of just having to not be able to, help you at all so you're like clueless like pairing up a braille display with your ipad right? yeah yeah that's but it. at the same time i mean at the same time it is good because you still do get to see your friends during zoom meetings and stuff but i'd rather be at school because it's more easier i got you all right and better yeah all right i got through everybody i think right i have something else too i want to say go ahead I actually do agree with Lyric and um, um, Brian, but I want to, like, the reason I said um, I wanted to, like, see my friends is because I want to see them in person, not, like, see, like, their screens. Right, right. Got more of a connection in person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have something else. Okay, Javen. Yeah. Well, I do agree with Brian. It is harder than normal, and it's just different. I don't really agree with it because I have to go back from my nana and dad's house to my other grandma's house, and it's just confusing because I have to go to my nana's house where I originally lived Tuesday and Thursday, and then, well, my grandma's house, this grandma's, at um, Monday and Wednesday. So it's just hard it's my brain working it's yeah. just difficult but I, yeah and it sounds like everybody's really come together though to make things happen your schedules will change you have to change your routine up a little bit to make it happen glad you guys are hanging in there and doing such a it's great not like job we were at school sitting at a desk with the teacher and like hey the target date he's helping us october 26th 
as long as the numbers keep going down. And that's what we're hoping for. Our leadership team is constantly looking at the plan and reevaluating the plan and making sure that we're all safe. And that's the most important thing. And there we have it, Panther Nation. That is a wrap for September. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and listening to the podcast, supporting what our students and staff are doing at the Ohio State School for the Blind. I am so glad to be back with you again every month so we can stay connected. Remember, reach out to the Facebook pages and make sure that you check out our newly designed and formatted website at ossb.oh.gov and read those Panther Paws newsletters that are coming out every week. Big shout out to Mrs. Lori Kaplan for making those available and all that hard work that she's doing and look forward to getting back on campus back in October. Stay safe, everybody.